episodes are too damn tall. Whoopsie. I knew I was kinky, but I didn't know I was like that. I'm woke. Obama put chemicals in the water that turned the frogs gay. <laughs> I didn't think that they were going to put the B in there. I, I honestly did not. You'd think they wouldn't. Pum, 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 pum. I can't read. The dicks it in. What? Uh, Rock and roll motherfuckers. Brought to you by Tommy. Yeah, we got McDonald's money over here. <laughs> it's how loud the dick is. Uh, we done fucked up. This episode has been sponsored by Painted. Wire needs to be on the right. <laughs> Cut the red or the blue. Uh, the right wire. It doesn't matter what color it is. It's no, just, just the right the wire. The right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Heard that. Um, man, I put this heater over here. And <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm glad I took my flannel off because it's a little warm. <laughs> yeah, dude, it got a little. Getting a little heated in here. I'm gonna struggle. Toasty. Struggle to get my uh I was trying to do like the Mortal Kombat whoopsie or like toasty, but I can't. Whoopsie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, actually. I'm uh, sorry. Did you ever play like the original Mortal Kombat's? One, two, three, or four? I played them in passing. You know when you would uppercut somebody and it, like the little animated dude would cut slide in from the bottom right side of the corner and it'd be it, whoopsie. I was trying I, to say toasty, and it just doesn't work the same. I don't know. I don't remember that. Fuck, dude. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I never really was into, like, the button masher. Like, It's not a button masher. That's just what you do if you're bad. Mortal Kombat? Yeah. Mortal Kombat is a button masher. That's what you do if you're bad at the game. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> you learn the combinations, but it's still just kind of like... No, 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 no. <sighs> if you... you you know how you're like super into CS and all the strategy and like the oh, bullet yeah. spread and all that shit? Oh, yeah. You can yeah. do that with fighting games, specifically Mortal Kombat. They have bullet spread? No, but if somebody performs a certain like <laughs> attack pattern or they duck, you know what the most likely next combination is. Like, you know what's coming next if you play it enough and study it enough. Yeah. So it, if, you're, if you're playing the computer, that's a great teacher of how the moves flow into each other because mm-hmm. the way Mortal Kombat's set up is in a lot of fighting games is you get higher and higher combos the more you string things together and there's secret ways to string things together so you can create like these crazy move sets and just kill somebody non-stop so playing against the computer teaches you that and then when you start playing online or you do uh, couch co-op it's, a, it's like playing chess with somebody but a fighting game okay I got too excited about it no it's okay <laughs> no nah. I grew up on Mortal Kombat, and then when I had a little brother, because we're eight years apart, so like when I finally had a little brother and he got old enough to play Mortal Kombat with me, and then it was like Deadly Alliance, and uh, right before they did like the newest Mortal Kombat's nine and ten, you just like threw the controller down in front of him. You were like, "Here, yeah, you are playing this with me now." So it was a huge part of like both of our childhoods was, was okay. Mortal Kombat and fighting games. That's what's up. I was playing Soul Calibur today on the Dreamcast. So. Oh, dude, we had Soul Calibur <laughs> Four, I think, for the Dreamcast. Yeah, dude, that was like me, and my, all of my siblings. That's that's where we settled things at was yeah. Soul Calibur. You know, that's another one. My favorite character to play as in Soul Calibur is Voldo because the way his body moves, it's kind of like how in other video games, the the NPCs will mime their attacks so you know which way to dodge. Yeah. Except his body moves so unpredictably, and he's got kind of like that flowy dance thing going on, really creepy. Yeah. You don't know what 
what side the attack is going to come from next because he, he literally does moves where he'll stand up on one hand, his body will stick out sideways, and then he'll spin his legs into your face. And it's like, what? I think I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a kind of a cheat player to use, but <laughs> I mean, the unpredictability of it was makes him so good. If you're really a Soul Calibur player, just like with Mortal Kombat, you should be able to figure out how to combat it. Right. And block it. I'm trying to get uh, I I can't go without you hearing the original Mortal Kombat whoopsie. Oh, I got to hear it. Oh, it is toasty. He does say toasty. He says toasty. Toasty. Yeah. <laughs> he just uh he just pops in from the side of the screen. That's fucking funny. I don't know, I'm looking at it right now. Okay, I'm watching it now. Whoopsie. You see the little guy side in? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what the fuck is that? They put that in a video game? It's uh one of the developers. Oh, I f- <laughs> <laughs> They just threw him in there. Toasty. Toasty. Oh, see, I can't do it. Toasty. I can do it. <laughs> Whoopsie. Oh, I can't do it that either. I went down a whole octave for that shit. <laughs> Editing this out. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I think you should leave it in because with that being said, this is Blue Skies from the Basement. I'm Austin. Join me as always is Wes. What's up? So, yeah, um, we're a little uh, toasty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Chilling in the basement, you know, trying to bring you some blue skies to your day. It's warm in the basement today. Oh, man. it is pretty warm in the basement, it's which is good. It's good. I'm tired of being cold. I don't like the cold. I, I can agree with that. I'd much rather be warm than cold. Oh, yeah. Like, ultimate, hot. ultimate dream, move somewhere where it's super warm all the time. Yeah. Maybe not, like, super warm, but, like, I need it to be somewhat good year-round. I need to be able to maybe wear, like, a light jacket. During the winter. Yeah. Quote, unquote, winter. The problem is, living in climates like that, you just, you get acclimated to it, and then when you go back to a place like here in Ohio, and it's winter, you're like, 62's cold for me. This you is can, nonsense. You can come visit me. You're coming <laughs> and visiting me. I'm not coming up here. You're coming and visiting me somewhere down south. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's where I'm at. You'll see f- people in Florida, and it's like... 40 degrees out and they've got every layer on just like the biggest coats or even like California it'll be like like I said 50 60 degrees out and people have their winter coats on I mean but that's how we are in like the fall you know it's only like 40 degrees but you're like wearing a heavy coat nah but- dude what no okay a All light right. sweater <laughs> nah I'm wearing a heavy coat dude we talked about this eat more eat more, eat more. oh my god <laughs> leave me alone you and everybody else, okay? <laughs> I eat, all right? I know I'm super skinny. I'm lanky. I'm like five foot ten, like a buck twenty-five. Yeah, yeah. So I get it. I know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I could never become like a drug addict because the moment that I started doing drugs, my, my whole family would know. I would get so skinny. I would just like shrivel up and disappear. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what it is about those types of drugs where it's like it just it, it's like uh when you suck the water out of a fruit or something yeah. <laughs> you look like a raisin yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. yeah oh shit oh man uh, so to have things been going things have been pretty good you know works all right valentine's day we, you know week and everything is over so i'm really happy about that cuz for anybody out there that works in the restaurant business they know that that's a 
that day and that weekend is super hectic for anybody. Always. I can imagine, man. Especially working at a steakhouse, you know. Everybody wants to go and get all these expensive expensive steaks. It's stressful. I don't I mean I get why people go out on Valentine's Day, but I I don't go because fuck all that. Like I can imagine for the workers, for you guys how tough that must be to deal with a giant crowd. And everybody wanting, like, the nicest dinners on Valentine's Day. Yeah. But just as somebody who... I don't, I don't like going out to restaurants all that much anyway, because I don't like large crowds of people. <laughs> so waiting an hour for a table or more, uh, subpar service, because the the wait staff is stretched so thin, uh, not about that. So we actually did our Valentine's today. Mm. So 10 days after Valentine's Day. That's kind of smart. Well... Also because I worked. I mean, I literally worked all day, every day, from the day before Valentine's Day all through the weekend. Yeah. And then by then we kind of we already had plans to go up to Cleveland on Tuesday, so there was that. Um, and then I had to go back to work the rest of the week, so I was just trying to find time, and we didn't really have time till ten days later. Yeah. So. That's a lot of work, man. Yeah, it is, but. I I get the whole thing of wanting to go out because you want to show the person that you're with that you love them, especially on like a Hallmark Day. <laughs> Hallmark Day. And then I also... Keyword Hallmark. Yeah. I also know how difficult it is for somebody that works in those places. Like we went to the Spaghetti Warehouse. Yeah. And I had really good service. It was really quick. You that know? place is great. Fucking delicious. <laughs> I'm a little jealous. Super delicious. Yeah. So, they were pretty busy. I mean, we we got there, like, right before I would say that their full-on rush was hidden. Like, it was, like, literally, like, we walked in, and we were probably the the last people that could walk in and actually get a table right off the get. Right. Everybody else after that probably had to wait, like, maybe 15 minutes. And then when, when we left, there was, like, out the door... Line. I was like, oh, we came at the right time, babe. Like, for real. People lined up for their spaghetti. Oh, man. The place is so good, though. So I get it. I get it. But, okay, so that's why I wait. I don't necessarily want to do anything on Valentine's Day because I know that everywhere is going to be super busy. It's going to be packed. And I don't want to wait an hour just to sit down, you know, and then wait 45 minutes to another hour for me to get my food. Yeah. Well, it, it's supposed to feel special, so that that's kind of why I don't like going out on Valentine's Despite the crowd and everything, it's kind of like everybody else is doing this, so how's the special? Like, we're all collectively doing the exact same thing for each other that day. Yeah. It's like, I got you chocolate and flowers, and now we're going out to dinner, and we're going to have sex later. So, <laughs> happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> so is everybody else. Yeah, literally everybody's eating chocolate, smelling flowers. Eating dinner and we then should, banging. We should like link up our like watches the next time so we can just do the same schedule. Seven like, o'clock, where are you? We'll be we'll be in different <laughs> places. And like we won't have to message each other to like know where we're at. We'll just do it. But like we'll we'll make a schedule to go out to different places, but do it in a time frame. So like me and you kind of do the same thing throughout the day. So like we wake up in the morning, make <laughs> breakfast, you know, and then we go to lunch at the same time. So like we're both out and eating at lunch at noon. And then, you know, 7 p.m., we're, like, eating dinner at the same time. <laughs> Different places and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But then 10 o'clock hits and we're both, you know, having sex. So it's time. an all day double date. In spirit, that ends with a spirit orgy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. (laughs) I'm into that shit. (laughs) Oh, God. You know, I think I just broke into like a new, like I didn't know I went that far in my sexuality. I didn't know that I could get spiritual with it. (laughs) (laughs) I knew I was kinky, but I didn't know I was like that. Yeah, well, uh, I grew up religious, so a lot of my uh, like teenagers, I had people telling me like, "Keep Jesus in it," like, or "Keep a, lo- a Bible between you." A lot of your teenagers, teenage years. Oh, okay. Sorry, I may, I might have mis- misspoke there. I probably can't hear worse shit. <laughs> Either way, we we both fucked up. <laughs> anyway, my point with that is like, uh, yeah, it's okay to bring Jesus back in. He wants to have some fun too. Mm. Mm-hmm. Jesus likes a little fingering. Uh, do you think Jesus likes fingering his butthole? I think anybody that's tried a finger in their butthole and doesn't have like a, a massive aversion because either they're not taking care of their butthole properly, which okay, we we know about my butthole. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say you're the last person that can say anything. Yeah, I probably shouldn't be having an opinion on this, but I think once you've experienced it, it's like, well, why wouldn't you like that? You know. Not only do I have a button on the outside, but everybody has a button on the inside. I don't know if you knew this. Oh, I do. <laughs> I know. I, I'm woke. Let's just put it that way. I'm woke. <laughs> just any situation we won't want to talk about anymore, we should just be like, let me put it this way. I'm woke. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it, but I'm pretty woke. Yeah, I'm just woke. Speaking of being woke... Um, I just really wanted there to be a long pause there, just to fuck with you in editing. I was, <laughs> like, anticipating something, so I just shut up and waited, and I'm just sitting here staring at you like, la-di-da, it's coming, it's coming, he's gonna say something. I don't have anything to say. The, sp- the split second before you, like, snapped back to and started talking again. I was like, oh shit, he froze. I got to do something. <laughs> like, I thought you broke there for a second. I, I had to power off and then power back on. I've seen people break like that before, man, where they just like <laughs> freeze completely and then they just pick up back where they left Dude, off. Dude, working, I'm, I'm telling you, Valentine's Day, I did that. There's yeah. times where I just had to stop and just like recollect myself and like let all of my programs like catch up with each other. Yeah. And like get on the same page. And then start moving again. Yeah, you like pull up Windows Test Manager and close all the programs that aren't responding. <laughs> Why is Skype open right now? Yeah, yeah. Why are you open? <laughs> why does why is it that when I click the X on the Skype, it minimizes the screen? Apps that do that piss me the fuck off. Because <laughs> the X is supposed to close the program. You got to go down into the taskbar at the bottom, you know, right hand and yeah. like actually exit out of it. Discord, Steam, Push Bullet, <laughs> all the shit that I use. I love the apps, but the fact that I can't close them without going through a couple extra steps is like, fuck off. <clears throat> I, have, I have the issue of like, I have so many of those apps and they all like open at startup. Oh, yeah. And so I have to go through, like when I want to go play CS, the only thing I can have running is like Steam. So, like, I'll turn my laptop on, and then I have to literally go through and turn off, like, maybe, like, six or seven other programs 
and exit out of them as they're like trying to load up. Yeah. You know, like Epic Launcher. I need to take that shit. I don't even play Fortnite at all. <laughs> like, I need to take that. I just need to uninstall it. I don't fucking play it. I don't care about it. Fortnite's over. I'm sticking to CS:GO. <laughs> it's just not my style. I'm not saying Fortnite's over. I'm Fortnite's not over. That. I. <laughs> I don't know. Hot I don't, take. I don't know, man. I don't think Fortnite is over. I no, it's definitely not. They're making a shitload of money. I don't think they're going to go anywhere. They're really smart about it, actually. Yeah. Like the, the when they they're adding so many new things constantly. The map is changing constantly. Like they're just keeping people entertained, and that's like one of the parts of keeping the game like going. So, and not only are they just doing Fortnite, but they're also competing with Steam at this point, where they have their own platform for mm-hmm. games. So, mm-hmm. it's pretty neat. But it's not my style. I need no. to. I need to get it off there. All right. So you want to get into our first uh, little thing here? Yeah, dude. Uh, I that's what I've been doing most of this week when I wasn't editing uh, our podcast or looking up other topics. Um, is listening to conspiracy shows. Nice. I I fucking love conspiracies. Now I don't get me wrong. I don't believe most of them. But. I love them. So do you think they put a chemical in the water that turned the frogs gay? I think there's nuggets of truth within that conspiracy. <laughs> but the whole thing together when you put when you put that sentence together, Obama put chemicals in the water that turned the frogs gay, which is a cla- classic Alex Jones line. Like that's where <laughs> that's from. Obama put chemicals in the water that turned the frogs gay. I don't want them doing this. Yeah, the 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 communists Anyway, um, <laughs> oh god! Any reason to do the voice? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, the, but there are frogs that can switch gender with if there's not enough females in the population, or vice versa. They'll they're selectively hermaphrodites. So if to reproduce and keep the population going, and and a group of frogs or a community of frogs, there's certain species that can grow the the genitalia as no, needed. No shit. Yeah. That's so cool. that's kind of where part of that comes from. And then um, the other part of it is there was a town that... Uh... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I waited till you paused. I hope you know that I waited till you paused. I mean, it works either way. <laughs> Love it. Um, but there was like a city that just suddenly had a population of frogs that started doing this out of nowhere. And it wasn't, it wasn't the species that was known for doing it. So there was a conspiracy going around that, like, a chemical spill caused it. But to take it as far as, like, Obama put chemicals in the water, him specifically, <laughs> or, like, he ordered that to happen, and it turned all the frogs gay, like, uh, not quite. He wrote a bill that was, yeah. like, put the chemicals in the water, because even the frogs need to be gay. <laughs> I think it was just playing off the whole, like, movement with... You know, the LGBT community coming out, especially like a lot more with Obama's presidency. And so that I can see how that just becomes like even more like ramped up. Oh, he he definitely jumped off of that point and went way farther with it where he was saying like they're giving people chemicals that turn them gay. And uh, there's some stuff that the U.S. did in the past that doesn't really help Like, uh, people like me who love conspiracy theories, but, like, I, I also am a bit skeptical. So, like... You should always be skeptical. And, like, I want to say late 30s, early 40s, the part of the MK Ultra program and a bunch of the sketchy shit that the government was doing back then, they tried to invent a gay bomb. 
sorry. <laughs> so, like, when the six explodes, does it just go like, hey? <laughs> <laughs> no, not that the bomb's gay. <laughs> <laughs> no. Instead of the, <laughs> you just hear, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that would have been easier to do. <laughs> they were trying to make a bomb that they could drop on people that would turn everybody gay because they figured if they were all fucking each other, they wouldn't be fighting. Which, that's, you know, 40s logic. I mean, I can see how that could work. It, I don't know how you'd turn people... Uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so shit like that, like, the government actually has this on like file. Like You can read... Uh, disclosed documents about it on the internet. Um, the interwebs. Yeah, CIA.gov has a pretty good dump of files, and there's a few other websites if you Google it. They, it's just like government files that have been, um, what's the word, unredacted over the years. Okay. Because they have to be after a certain amount of time. Yeah, that's why all like some of the Area 51 yeah. stuff came out recently. Yeah, uh, that's actually perfect. Area 51's kind of what I want to talk about. Ooh. So it's Alex Jones stuff, fun, tangent. Um, I want to talk to you today about a guy named Phil Schneider. Ooh, Phil uh, Schneider. Is he Rob Schneider's? Schneider? <laughs> Schneider? Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider. No, he's not the animal's brother or cousin or anything like that. Oh, okay. Um, Salty. Whatever. Yeah, that would be cooler. Yeah, I would give it a little bit more of a, a kick to the story, but whatever. Uh, I want to say he was a geologist. Let me pull up the article here that has uh, a bit of background on, on who he was. Um, but essentially, the guy... Came out with this theory and a whole story about how at the Dulce military base, which is um, it's an Air Force base outside of Mount Arculeta in Colorado, or on the, New, on the Colorado-New Mexico border. And it's almost as highly classified as Area 51, or is, basically. So it's like a sister site to Area 51. Yeah. Now, that part, true. This guy is saying that there's these things called DUMS, which... This is a great acronym. I love it. Anytime there's a conspiracy where there, there's something as dumb as calling something dumbs in it. Is it D-U-M-S? D-U-M-B-S. Oh, oh the B is <laughs> actually in there. Yeah. I didn't think that they were going to put the B in there. I, I honestly did not. You'd think they wouldn't because they don't really need to. <laughs> like you could, you could find a way to do it without putting the B in there. Anyway, it stands for Deep Underground Military Bases. Makes sense. Yeah. And then there's also an underwater version of this. Oh, uh, cool. Uh, deep underwater submersible bases. So submersible like military bases. Atlantis, but like military base? Yeah. Or, and, or are you talking about a submarine? No, more like Atlantis. Okay. Okay. Like imagine encasing a, a city in a glass dome and then putting that underwater. See, that seems more of a conspiracy theory than somebody being like, they have underwater military bases and i'm like yeah it's called a submarine <laughs> <laughs> yeah that see that's the thing is there's always kind of like this kernel of truth and then that everybody just fucking leaps off a cliff and it gets crazy from there anyway uh it was so this this base phil schneider alleges that it's inhabited by a battalion of gray aliens who conduct depraved experiments on humans and it's all under the eye of the u.s military because we have a deal with these gray aliens that uh they won't harm us all if we give them access to our military resources and let them do these weird, crazy experiments on, on random civilians. So it's kind of the classic men in black scenario where like they make the agreement with the aliens. But anyway, so the, the, 
he's saying that this base at Dulce, New Mexico, Colorado border, uh, has like 40, 40 levels that go underground, and each level gets more and more fucked up. Like, oh, of course. The it's like <laughs> levels of hell, you know? You go through the first level, it's like... You gotta listen to Miley Cyrus on repeat, <laughs> and then the second level is you know getting stabbed in your back a thousand times over again. I, I, I kind of would have liked if you just kept going with Miley Cyrus, but <laughs> more extreme versions of Miley Cyrus. Like, now you have to listen to Miley Cyrus and watch her Wrecking Ball video <laughs> on repeat. On and repeat. then the next level is you have to listen to Miley Cyrus as Hannah Montana. <laughs> While Billy Ray Cyrus dances in the background. Yeah. <laughs> he's not like fun dancing, no, but he's just line dancing. No, Billy Ray Cyrus is next to you with his arm around you and he's like, <laughs> you know, like talking about how good she is and everything. And he won't he won't stop flicking your nose like every couple minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sport. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like you're a little kid, he just touches you on the tip. It's great. Whoa. Whoa. Hey, man. <laughs> tip of the nose. I got, there's lots of tips on my body, okay? <laughs> Speaking of tips, okay, so the best part of the story, <laughs> Phil Schneider claims that in one of the, so he he accesses lower levels that he's not necessarily supposed to be down there, but he's worked his way into this military base, and he claims that he has, like, these high security clearances. He ends up in a place where he's not supposed to be on, like, level 37 or something. And he gets in the middle of a fight between lizard people and gray aliens. Wait, when? how the fuck did he get in there in the first place? Uh, uh, so I'm going to have to go back through the article. Because he started out as a geological surveyor or a geological engineer. And he was a contractor for the government. Um, so he's claiming that they contracted him as a geological engineer to help build this base. Or at least uh, maintain the base that was already there. And he's claiming that the system of bases spans the continental U.S. with over 100 interconnected subterranean tunnels. So uh, he was a contractor for the government. That's how he got in on it. At least that's what he's claiming. It's really tough to know how much of this is actually true. Because I think he did work on a base. But I don't think he had any high security or access or anything like that. Mm -hmm. And once you start talking about, like, okay, so you've got a level where there's, like... There's uh, these aliens that have lived underground, and they were here before us, so they technically own the Earth. They just let us live on the top. He thinks those people are at, like, level 20, and then you go a little bit further, and then there's the lizard people who were there before the aliens, and they're always fighting because they're arguing about who was here first. And then you go even further than that, the lowest level is the greys which is kind of your classical alien that you see in, in movies and science fiction. So the greys were there before the lizard people? No, the greys are invi the... invaders. Oh. They're just the most powerful species in the galaxy. So like, they get the bottom levels. Yeah, and they basically run the most top-secret portion of the base. Like, okay. They're doing the sci-fi bullshit, crazy experiments and interdimensional drives and all that stuff. Okay, and so this dude is saying that he is inside of this base, like 37 levels deep, in the middle of lizard people and aliens. He's got all these crazy names, uh, like made-up alien names. I Maybe not. I, I don't believe the guy. So like made Squazgar up, yeah, exactly. was so fighting... He, pum, 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 pum. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And he even says stuff like, uh, they told me this is how I would say it in my language, but if I were to say it in theirs, I wouldn't be able to. Shit like that. So he's like talking to these aliens somehow. And he ends up being friends with one of them. 
Uh, but the funnest part of the story is, so he ends up in this conflict between the lizard people and the aliens, the greys, and uh, the greys capture him, and then they chop off his penis. Is this an episode of Rick and Morty? <laughs> Don't fucking lie to me, dude. Like, dude, are you in it with... I think that that episode of Rick and Morty where Jerry has to give up his penis to save... To, to save uh, is like... Uh, I think it's inspired partly by the Phil Schneider story. <laughs> it has to be. I want to ask Dan Harmon or Justin Roiland. I want to see which one of those guys, like, because, or, or who in the writer's room had their original idea for that episode? Where where it came up from? Yeah, because I feel like they're conspiracy lovers as well. Ah, oh, dude. We need your penis to save the galaxy. <laughs> Take it, dude. So, here's the thing. I think this is one of the few parts of the story that's actually true. I think... I'm I'm pretty sure that he actually doesn't have a penis. It just the alien part's not real. So, because <laughs> you said this is actually kind of the part that I believe of the story, and I was like, "What fucking part do you believe?" Okay, yes, his penis could potentially be gone, but there is. I think he there's medical records go? that he doesn't have a dick. So I think he either lost it in some sort of crazy accident or did it to himself. I'm going to have to do more research on the penis specifically. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because a doctor would probably be able to tell that, like, how his penis got chopped off. Like, whether it was, like, self-mutilation or, like, if it was with a saw or if it was, like, a quick, clean swipe, you know, like, with a sword like, did he, like, saw his penis off, or did he, like, did somebody with the samurai sword, like, come and, like, chop it off? I don't, I think he claims, obviously, that the aliens did it, but I think most likely it was, like, some sort of factory or military or some sort of industrial accident, is okay. what I would imagine. It's just incredibly unlucky. Instead of... The aliens. Wait, was it the aliens or the lizards that wanted his penis? The aliens, the greys. The greys wanted his penis. The ones that run all the shit. The ones that supposedly probe you in the booty. Booty oh, okay. probes. Which, oh, that's another thing. Why do they want our dicks and why do they want our butt probe? Uh, all right, so back to this guy's dick. I'm trying to Google it, and something happened to this guy's penis but I can't figure out why because it's really hard to Google. Like, even if you just type in the his name plus penis into the Google search bar, Phil Schneider penis, you get these little snippets. Of, so, like, the top result is from a, a podcast on Stitcher. So there's some podcast talking about this, okay. uh, the Secret Transmission podcast. And it, the little snippet that Google gives you before you click on it, who is Phil Schneider? Why is he interesting? Well, you'll be dot, 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 and then Google cuts it off right there. And it goes, what was weird about his penis and death? <laughs> so, like, I don't want to click on that link because it's a podcast and I can't read. I'd have to listen to it. So, right. So, for our purposes here, next link. You get halfway through the little Google description that it shows you, and it's, his penis was slit down the top, his he's had no knee jerk, in quotes, and then Google just cuts it off right there. I'm like, I oh, want to know more. Jesus Christ. So, I click on that link, and it's a forum. And it's just people talking about the guy. Oh. So now I have to scroll through like 60, 70 posts to find the part <laughs> where they're actually talking about his dick. Google sucks sometimes. <laughs> I really want to tell you people what happened to his penis. I just want to know what happened to the man's penis. Yeah. 
You guys are going to have to Google it yourselves, uh, dude, or I'll, I'll come back to you on that. Because like I said, I really want to know whether it was like sawed off or was it like a clean swipe, you know? I think it was mangled from, from what I'm reading here, because that little snip, his penis was slit down the top. Oh, see, that's like people getting like their tongue split. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. Oh, God. It kind of sounds like uh, it got cut in half, like, long ways. I'm trying to even, like, uh, I'm picturing it in my mind, and I really don't want to. Like a snake's tongue. Oh, But, stop, like, fat. Stop, stop, <laughs> stop, stop. I didn't want you to explain in detail anymore. Well, no, like, okay, so let a snake's go. Oh, okay. It does its whole thing with, it, with its tongue. <laughs> And then a, a bee comes by right at that oh, second Jesus. and stings it a bunch of fucking times oh, on its tongue. Man. So, <sighs> sorry, <laughs> I went too far with it. So, <sighs> all right, so so this guy who ostensibly actually was a geological engineer who may have at one point actually had a contract with the government to work on some secret military base, yeah. whether it be forty stories underground or whatever, he had at least some sort of contact with the government. And then he kind of, I think what happened was he, he has his dick accident, which, like I said, I can't find more information about at the moment. Google doesn't want me to. Um, Supposedly it was the fight between the aliens and the lizards, <laughs> and he fucking, the aliens wanted his dick for some reason. Yeah, yeah. So after the the dick thing happens to him, <laughs> the the dick-sident. The dick-sident. <laughs> he, <laughs> he, um... <laughs> He becomes this whistleblower. So this is where this whole story comes from, where he's talking about the aliens and the the military base. And he's talking about all the technology that we have because of this, these crazy weapons that do all this, like, altering reality shit. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So he becomes a whistleblower for all that. He writes a bunch of books. And then, uh, I don't know how old he was when he died, but the guy's dead. And they found him in his apartment with a catheter around his neck. So once again, I mean, that, that fits the catheter. You're going to need one of those if you don't have a, a penis. Right. So Fair enough. It kind of looks like he choked himself or hung himself with his own catheter. But the coroner report at first indicated that he died of either a heart attack or a stroke. Which could have happened if he... If, if... He, like, freaked out while he was strangling himself or being strangled. Like, do you think that he could have had a heart attack or a stroke in that moment? Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure he was elderly at that point, at least over 50. Okay. I want to say he was in his 60s or 70s. So, yeah, it's, it's possible. I mean, you can't rule it out, but so here's the thing. Like, a week, week and a half later the coroner's office comes out and changes it and says it was a suicide. Ooh, no, no, So no, they no. rule out the heart and the stroke then and then just call it the suicide. So people online think the government killed him because the technology that he was writing about in his books and talking about online was actually real, and or at least he was getting close enough that they wanted him dead. So that's where this whole conspiracy kind of hinges on. Because everything I told you up to this point sounds fucking crazy, but then he has one of those deaths that are questionable, and you're like, fuck, was he right? <laughs> I mean, uh, what new information did the coroner's office get to where they would rule it a suicide is what, what my first question is. That's a really good question. Uh, and I, I don't 
I know we don't have that information. I mean, if there's anybody out there that knows more about the story and that could tell us about it, like, please give us more information. I've got these giant posts here that I have pulled up on my phone, but we just don't have the time for me to read the whole thing right now. Right. On, on uh, recording. But he, he went into, like, he went into a major detail in his books. So he was saying that um, th- they were using tunneling machines back in the mid-90s that could tunnel through a rock face at seven miles per day. High-energy impact lasers that could blow nano-sized particles off rock so that there was no debris left. Um, trains that travel on a maglev at Mach 2 underground between these very powerful and very organized cities. Um, he's saying that there's 132. So, like, he, he has all these numbers, and he's talking about uh, how the base works, and he's talking about the weaponry that they're developing there and being very specific about it, but... It, it all seems very made up. Like, the guy kind of lost his mind. Oh, definitely. But then, it's one of those things where, like, the government has definitely taken out people before. Or, maybe not definitely, but close to 100% sure that the government off some guy because he was getting too close to something. I mean, I'm surprised, um, what's his name? I literally just had his name in my mind. The The dude that... Whistleblowed all of our that are text messages and all oh, of our uh, Snowden. Yeah, Edward Snowden. Yeah, I don't know why I have such a problem remembering names. When that story first happened, I was like completely engrossed in it, and it's it's been like seven, eight years. Is now. he still I, out there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. I just don't think about it as much anymore because we like it's that was his worst down. fear was that he was gonna come out with all this stuff and then it would just keep going, like nobody would care enough to do anything about it. And that's what's happened. Yeah, we kind of all just forgot. I mean, I don't know, because all this stuff came out with, like, um, Facebook and whatever. the. See, I can't even think of his name right now. The... Zuckerman? <laughs> Zuckerman. No, Zuckerman. No. Uh, Nark Zuckerberg. Mark Zuckerberg. Nark. Not Zuckerberg. Mark. Mark. Nark. But, uh, Dude, he... you're saying it wrong. Mark. Mark. Nark. 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 Zuckerberg. Nark Zuckerberg. Yeah. Oh. That's how you say it. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. <laughs> you didn't know? I'm still not going to be able to, to say what you want me to say. Okay. And I'm... Continuously. I'm going to call him Nark, and that's going to be the farthest I go. Okay. But Nark went in front of, you know, like, judges or a council or something and like they're asking the senate yeah yeah and ask them the questions like what hotel are you staying at right now like, <laughs> would you be comfortable giving that information away right now and he's like uh no they're like then why are you giving everybody else's information out like yeah. so that's where i can see where that kind of plays into this yeah it's, well the the thing with all that is that's kind of where conspiracies get depressing, and that's where I stop liking them as much. Because, like, I really loved the Snowden story when it came out, and I thought what he was doing, I thought he was a national, like, hero. Yeah. I, sh- I thought, of course the government was going to try to go after him, but they shouldn't. And especially, like, under Obama era, like, when Obama was uh, running for president, he had up on his change.org website that uh, they'd, they weren't going to go after whistleblowers. And then... Snowden comes out, and the first thing they do is try to go after him. Hmm. So that stuff, like, when it becomes real, because there's definitely real conspiracies out there. I like the ones like Phil Schneider, where, (laughs) like, it just goes off the rails, and you can have fun with it. 
the way I found this, I actually kind of want to shout these guys out. Uh, I listened to this podcast called um, Expanded Perspectives. Okay. And it's hosted by these two guys that um, they, they, kinda, they have like the Southern comfort, Southern hospitality kind of, like they, they have Southern accents. Okay. And they're just very like charming and <laughs> kind to each other. And they, they spend like 20 to 30 minutes the opening of every episode just talking about like barbecues and their kids and their wives and how everything's going with the job and everything. Oh, yeah. It's really comforting to listen to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they, they don't take the stories so seriously that like they're not trying to make you believe anything. So they're when they're giving you the information yeah, and exactly. letting you decide for yourself. It's really lighthearted and fun, so that's as far as I like to take conspiracies, and uh, you guys should definitely check out Expanded Perspectives if you have, have some time. Heard that. It's a fun show. I've never checked it out, so I'll have to do the same. Yeah, yeah. I'll come back to you on that. Yeah. I I wonder what was going through his mind. He's like, I'm just, you know, a geologic geological engineer. Yeah. And, you know, I'm working with the government, and now I'm working for or in a base that's 40 fucking levels deep. See, that's the thing. If the story is true, like, if they really did kill him because he was kind of onto something, I, maybe not all the aliens and lizard people, but they they have some, like, 40-story deep military base, and they're working on, like, this technology that's way ahead of our time right. that, that nobody knows about, and he saw all that shit, that'd be pretty crazy, too. I, I don't... Hmm. It's more believable, and, like, maybe he did. But all the lizard people and the aliens and, and, like... Do you think you could go on with your regular life after you've seen aliens and, and lizard people? Like, both of, those, both of those conspiracies are now true. It would also you know have it to mean for a fact. several other conspiracy theories are true as well. Like, oh, that means that a lot of them are true. Uh, Hollow Earth would have to be real. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, man. See, that's what I'm saying. Could you even <laughs> go about your normal life, like... Now knowing that all of this shit is true? No, I see that's where I think like some people go off the deep end with the conspiracy theories too. That's like the other dark side of it is people like they get to a point where nothing's real anymore and they're just not sure and then you just believe everything that you hear. You're like I mean the earth is flat and the, there are chemtrails in the sky and <laughs> there's chemicals in the water that are turning the frog gay. <laughs> all that shit becomes real. I mean <laughs> <laughs> I definitely think that the Earth is, is flat. Like, I'm definitely a flat Earth believer. Well, when you look out there and you, and you see it, it's flat. Oh, yeah. So I have to believe that it's flat. Checkmate, right? Yeah. Have you ever seen the world? Have you ever traveled up into space? First of all, space is fake. Also. Oh, that's, that's my... F- oh, God. I fucking love that shit. The, the hashtag space, space is fake shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Those people are my absolute favorite. If if you guys couldn't hear, there was a lot of sarcasm there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely not a flat Earth believer. There's no space out there. there uh, that okay. We're taking up all the room. There's no space. We're the only thing out in the galaxy. How fucking self-centered do we have to be? Like, just at all points throughout human history, we've been like crazy wrong about shit. Where we're like, we're the center of the universe, right? That so, was back like before they knew that we weren't, and still today, there's people like we're we're all there is, right? Yeah. <laughs> and when somebody's like super conceited, instead of calling them conceited, I'm just gonna call them a flat earther. <laughs> you fucking flat earther. You're yeah, so pretty selfish. much. That's all you are. 
Yeah. Yeah. Conspiracies, man. They're fun. You just got to not take it so serious. Don't conspire seriously. I, I've come up with a few myself. <laughs> I don't... When, I, when they come to me, I'll give you... I'll tell you them, and we can talk about them, but... We could make this a common theme. I mean, we don't have to do as deep of a dive as we... I mean, we've been talking about it for a while now, but um, I've got a bunch that I could... You know, off the top of your head? Nibiru. N- what? Um, okay, so there's supposedly a planet out there that only comes by, like, every 30... or I want to say 35 or 40,000 years. I could be totally off on the number, but it's it's like... There's a time frame where this planet only passes nearby Earth every 100 or 30 or whatever many thousand years. Okay. And there's a species of uh, aliens on there called the Anunnaki, and they come to Earth, and when, when it passes, when the planet gets close enough, they dock with Earth, basically, and collect all our gold. And it's tied into the Egyptians and everything, and uh, there's this whole theory that like the aliens had babies with them artificially, so the we came from alien primate hybrids, and that's what humans are. Okay. Is part of the theory. All right. And then they used us as slave labor in, in the past every time the planet would come back by. So that's like what the Egyptians were, and they were, they were using them for the gold. And the reason they needed the gold is because they turn it into tiny particles and then blast it in their atmosphere because their planet doesn't have an atmosphere anymore, so they're just being killed by the sun, so they're creating an artificial gold atmosphere, which theoretically would actually work. So, like, that's not that crazy, scientifically speaking. (laughs) Which makes this theory seem a little... Right, 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 right. (laughs) So there was this guy called Zachariah Sitchin. Um, He was, uh, I want to say he was an Egyptologist and some sort of historian, um, ancient historian, and... He was going over the Dead Sea Scrolls and translating them, which have been translated before in different ways. But he was saying that all those translations are wrong, and it's actually an alien language left by the Anunnaki. And it's uh, the explanation of our entire history and how we got here, and that's what the Dead Sea Scrolls are. Oh, please fucking, if that's the case, that's going to be awesome. He's basically saying that the Bible has been translated wrong, and that the the missing part of the Bible is the alien origination story of our, our species. Oh. <sighs> Yeah, fuck a whole bunch of people up. So the the crazy craziest part of the theory that makes it semi believable is that uh, they're saying that the reason we haven't seen this planet yet is because it's behind the sun and it takes so long to orbit back around to get to us, so we can't see it because it's the sun's in our way. So eventually we might be able to see it. It just it's gonna take a few thousand years. But there is a planet. And they're calling it Planet X. This is an actual scientific discovery that's come out in the past few years uh, that does have an orbit like that. That does come around roughly that same amount of time, and it does pass kind of close to Earth. What? Not, like, close enough to do anything. It doesn't, like, come between orbits of other planets or anything, but it gets close enough to our solar system that if you were an alien species, you could travel to the planet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, dude. Oh man, that's a that's a good one. I've got a I've got a bunch of others. <laughs> I have a conspiracy theory that our phones are making us stupider. Ooh, I I've heard variation. Okay, why do you think that is? Because I've heard different reasons why. Um, I okay. I think it's more along the lines of they're making phones so simple and everything that all all of the apps and everything and like how it is. 
and <clears throat> it's hard to explain, really. <laughs> I kind of get what you're saying. What, like, um, I hate Apple phones because the the UI makes everything like the reason Apple's so popular is that it's just contained. Like, you get how to use an Apple phone when you have one. Like, right? It's, it's self-explanatory, and anybody could use it. You could give it to a toddler. You could give it to an old person, and they'll figure out how to do the basic shit. Right. <clears throat> so, I I kind of agree that like user interfaces if they're designed in a certain way, make you dumber because you don't have to think. Yeah, there's no critical thinking with it. And then also yeah. you don't notice the shit that's happening around you. Like you're constantly in your phone. And I'm a problem with it too. I have a definite problem with being in my phone all the time and not picking my head up. So I get it too. And that's why like, I see it in myself more and more. And so that's why I feel that it's making people stupider. And then I see in other people, because all you're doing is just like, and I'm not even, I mean, I'll, some of the times I am researching things that are valuable and information that are actually helping me with things that I want to help understand. Yeah. But most of the time, I'm just on fucking Instagram scrolling through the thing where it's like <laughs> videos you might like. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to sit here for a couple fucking hours. And the next thing I know, like, it's 3 o'clock in the morning and I've done absolutely nothing but watch skate videos and drifting videos. And so I can see how it's not helping me really in any way. Like, I have all this information in my pocket, but don't pull it out and don't use it as much as I should. Yeah. And and if I'm not doing that, and I, I just don't feel like a lot of other people are. I know there's people out there that are utilizing their time a lot better, but the mass majority. That's why people are so hyped to get like a new iPhone, just because it's new. It doesn't even really do anything more for you. Like all of these new features and everything are gonna be cool, but like how much are you really gonna use it? Unless like you are an actual photographer and you actually take like f these high res photos and like an iPhone would be great for you to use, like then go spend the money on it. But if you're just somebody that all you use it for is like playing games and shit, like I don't see why you need to go spend eight, $900 on a new phone, even yeah. though you have one that works perfectly well right there in your hand. Or you could go to Walmart and get a $50 pay-as-you-go phone. It's a smartphone, and it works just as well. Like Pretty much. Yeah, I mean, it's not as great as an iPhone, obviously. But, yeah, I, I completely agree with you, and I I think it's um it's a discipline issue, kind of. But it, it, everybody takes the path of least resistance, especially if it's something that you don't have to think about, like a phone. Like, everybody's got a phone, and you just kind of don't think about it anymore. Like, smartphone is something everybody has now, or at least the vast majority of people living in the United States do. You don't have to think about anything really anymore. Like, when I don't know something, I'll Google it. And the problem with our memory, the way, like, the human brain works, is when you're, when you're remembering something, you're remembering the last time you remembered it. Yeah. So every time you remember something, it just overwrites that neural path, and that's your new memory of the time you remembered something. So okay. If you Google something, it's actually like when you can't think of something, and it's like on the tip of your tongue, and you just Google it instead, that's actually worse for you. Because now you're going to remember that you just Googled it last time. You're going to be like, oh, shit, I could just Google it. Yeah, and... E even worse, that separates you farther from the original memory of where you actually knew the thing. So now, for sure, your brain has just threw it out. And now it's, like, unnecessary information. You can just Google it. But then getting information, like, I... 
um, <clears throat> my fiance left her friend's house the other day, and all four of the windows were like rolled down like halfway. It's cold, and she didn't do that. So she was like, what the fuck? You know, she like walked around the car and like looked to make sure that there was nobody in it. And, yeah, you know, weird. yeah, super weird, right? Yeah. There was a button on the side of the key fob that was like a summertime button. So you hit the button and it like rolls the windows down halfway. So when it's hot out on days, you can roll your windows down before you go out to the car. So it's uh. not as hot. It's an actual fucking function uh. on the key fob <laughs> that's called summertime mode. Yeah. I had to Google it though. And so I Googled it and was like, Holy you know, shit. key fob. <laughs> and so you like, you unlock it once and then you unlock it again and hold it down. And the longer that you hold it down, the more that your windows will roll down. Uh, so, like, I can just crack them open a little bit. You know, all I have to do is just click it. That's a cool feature. And also, I would have fucking Googled that, too. Because yeah. it's like, what, the, what the I, hell? I mean, I could have gone into, like, the, the manual and read the manual and everything and, like, done it that way. But Path of least resistance, man. That's what I'm saying. I, I just I just pulled my fucking phone out and Googled it real quick and figured it out. Yeah, so the internet's a great tool, like... I think doing this podcast is going to kind of help help us a little bit because we're going to have to actually like look into the topics we're talking about. And right. We're going to actually have to read articles and it'll be things that stick in our head because we've talked about it. And then me, especially editing, and I'm just going to listen to it like 30 times over. So it's going to be. <laughs> so it's just going to be drilled into my mind eventually. I I think it'll help us out. But yeah, you can learn anything you want on the Internet. Anything. If you. Just put in the time and effort, but most people just I I go home and I watch YouTube for three hours most of the time. I'm watching like CSGO's videos. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing that helps me with my everyday life and becoming a better person. It is literally me just being fucking lazy and watching YouTube videos. I get sucked into fucking uh, video game lists like on YouTube where they they talk about like uh the the 10 most frustrating times in survival horror video oh, games. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do that shit too. I'll watch like 30 of those. <laughs> I I watch like the random like list where it's like 10 most blah blah blah. Yeah. Like I, whether it's video games or anything else, I get stuck in those all the time. It's one of those things where you feel like you're kind of learning something, but when you get it's useless knowledge. Like <laughs> now I just have a bunch of dumb video game facts in my head. <laughs> <laughs> well, like the Blitz was doing a uh, <clears throat> a contest, and it was video game trivia. So what if some of the things that you learned in that video was one of the questions that they were asking on the Blitz yeah. at this random ass Walmart in Columbus, Ohio? To get some free tickets to go to a game arena for their Smash Bros. like tournament or whatever. I mean, that's pretty cool, but still, in the end, mostly useless. <laughs> I mean, it's awesome, but it's probably not probable that those que- that the information that you got from that video was going to be in one of those questions. It might give me an edge in trivia. That's all I'm saying. Like that's that's it, basically. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unless you were, uh. Somebody who is really into video games, a video game designer, or, you know... But that's when you put in the actual work, and you do real research, and then you're actually learning things, and not just watching fucking What Culture Gaming on YouTube. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I enjoy doing the research that we've done so far, and we haven't really done... Like, I personally have done, like, a little bit, like, 
the uh, Jerry Media um, story that we covered was pretty interesting and reading the information about him and how old he was and where he came from. And so doing that was fun, but I I do enjoy wanting to get more into things that are more my style, our topics. That'll be, I feel like that'll be more fun for yeah. me research wise. I like hearing the stories and I like hearing the information, but I don't like actually going and looking up the information <laughs> myself is what I'm trying to say. It can be hard. Yeah. I I'm more of an audio that. person. Yeah. I would much rather listen to a podcast than actually read the information myself. Yeah, see that that's partly my problem too. Like I agree with you reading an article sucks. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I do listen to a shit ton of podcasts. We've talked <laughs> we've talked about this before, but I listen to so many goddamn podcasts and that's where I get most of my information from. Yeah. That's why like most of the time on our show I'm like, "Ah, fuck, I got to Google that again cuz I I'm just trying to repeat information that I heard like 6 months ago." Yeah. <laughs> I didn't actually read anything. I listened to a 3-hour long podcast about it. <laughs> well, it's something that we don't really have to do any research for that has been swimming around our media recently that I really want to talk about um is everything that's been happening with like Gucci and Katy Perry was one of them. There's a few other cl- high-end clothing lines that are uh, allegedly, <laughs> allegedly doing blackface on like on all of their clothes. I think was Gucci like the first one that came out with like the eight hundred and sixty dollars sweater that was all black and it like came up over your lips and like not not quite to your nose, but just over your lips and where your lips would be were like. Like, there was a cutout of your lips, but then around your lips was just... Bright red. Bright red. Bright red. Big, big lips. Yep. I can see how that can be portrayed as some blackface. Oh, yeah. that I saw that, and I was like, ooh, that's a little offensive, huh? Yeah. And it's a, the, the main advertising image that they use for it is a white lady. <laughs> white lady, white background, black neck scarf hoodie thingy with big red lips and she's like got her hands like up on it too yeah like up towards her face like she's holding like the yes no i see i'm a little torn because part of me is like it kind of looks cool like if they didn't do the red lip thing like i kind of like the half mask look it would have been cool for people who live in like new york yeah that walk around you would just pull that up and you'd still be able to talk and your mouth would still be open but it like covers the top you know, part of your face. Yeah, they make like neck sleeve things that are basically hoodie material with like a little tightener around it that you can put just around your neck on top of your hoodie. Yeah. Um. But there, Gucci definitely wasn't the first to do this. It, it's um, it's I want to say it's like a fairly new phenomenon of of advertising but and there's companies. There's so many high end companies that are doing this. I, it, I don't know who it started with, but even Nike, uh. For the month of February, they released an all-white shoe. Like, all white, everything on it. The laces, the sole, everything. All white, completely white shoe. It's fucking Black History Month, and they don't, they're like, this is our our uh, new frontline top-selling shoe. Like, this is our... So every every year for Black History Month, they have to put out a black shoe? No, but I think... They could have acknowledged it in some way, and they could... Oh, I definitely think that they should have acknowledged it in some way, but I'm trying to not 
trying to be the devil's advocate here a little bit, I guess. Yeah, definitely. So here's what I think is going on because a lot of a lot of companies have gotten in trouble for doing this. I don't remember the name. There's another clothing company that like last year got in trouble, like late uh, 2018, I want to say. They released um, a high end jacket that had like a monkey face that basically that was like cartoonish and it kind of looked pretty racist. Yeah. Um I think I saw that. Yeah, and it was just like printed all over the jacket. Yeah. And it wasn't a good look. And same with the Gucci thing. It's like, eh, not a good look, but I I can see where you were going. And also if you dive into like the the artist or the designer that came up with it, he's got a lot of I think the Gucci, I think the guy was actually black. And he's he's got a long history with Gucci. So I think what's going on is this is kind of a conspiracy theory in itself, is that these companies are doing the shit on purpose. They're doing things right on the line because it gets people talking about it. Yeah, but then what are, what are your margins going to be for like how much product you're selling from before you did this to after you did this? Like Nike with the whole thing of supporting Colin Kaepernick and how after they you know, came out supporting him, their sales with, you know, African-Americans and colored people went through the roof, but with white people went down. But how much numbers they were gaining, they didn't give a fuck about the white people at all. Yeah, like, and I think a lot of those, like, dips in stock price and all that shit and the company worth, a lot of that's, like, super temporary, too. Like, when shit, like a press release about Colin Kaepernick and Nike comes out, and three days later, Nike's back to normal, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, that's the thing is these companies are so large. Uh, Gucci's been in trouble before. This is not the first time. They've been doing this since early 2000, where they'll put out something that's right on the line. Or JCPenney, they put out that uh, coolest monkey in the jungle shirt, and they had- Oh, little, yeah, yeah, a little, little black kid. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, it's not racist exactly, but it's, it's kind of right. Like, it's right on the line. And there's a giant outrage, and then I think no matter what kind of press, they see it as media attention, they're in the news, and more people are thinking about JCPenney or Gucci. I mean, I can see that, but then I'm looking at the side where you're kind of coming up with... um, you're, You're coming up with your own conspiracy that this is blackface. You're like, this is racist, but is it really? Like, you're still living with the mindset of this is racist when they're just doing it. Like, what if they put that shirt on that kid? Or they just took the picture of the kid, and now they're just, like, taking, you know, like, different shirts and just Photoshopping it onto him. And, like, that shirt just happened to fit. Like, that shirt worked with the way that he was standing and everything. I think they actually had a model of shirt, dude. I mean, probably. You're <laughs> uh, right. Uh, we're You're gonna, right. We're going to end up devils advocating back and forth to each other. Oh, always. <laughs> always. So here's my conspiracy mind on that. With the JCPenney thing, he was the only black kid for the new release in that spread. The rest of the shirts that they displayed, white kids. Nothing about monkeys. Mm, okay, that's a little sketchy. That's my conspiracy mind going, like, why'd they do that? Mm. Somebody in their... They have a giant PR firm at... Fucking J.C. Penny. There's so many people involved, so many hands in that. You're telling me not one person was like, eh, "We probably shouldn't put the black kid in the monkey shirt and have him be the only one." Like, um, fucking. There was a, Budweiser you... got in trouble because they fucking they had an ad where they they uh they said something about 
the color of the beer, and then they slid it down the bar, and it passed all the colored people and landed on a white person's hand. And people got mad about that. <laughs> Budweiser's a giant fucking company. They have a PR firm that's huge. I'm sure somebody was like, this is going to get people riled up. Even, if, <laughs> even if maybe, like, you know, just maybe. Like, somebody had to have thought that there. Same with JCPenney. Same with Gucci. Like, these companies are too big to not have somebody be like, uh, <laughs> you know? Like, <laughs> you got a good point there. But then are they that worried about it? I don't think they are. I think they're doing it to be in the news. We live, especially like, it started out kind of. I don't think they're doing it at all. I don't think that they even care. I don't think I they think give a shit. Doing I think they're just fucking out here, like, putting shit out and just not even caring. Ah, that's, I mean. I wish it was like that. I wish that they didn't have, like, a racist mindset. You could be right. We're doing this, you know? That's, yeah. I, I want to believe that. I personally want to believe that just because I want to look for the best in people. Like, that's just how I'm trying to, to look at this. It's yeah. like, these, like, the artist for, like, Gucci. I don't, I don't know if he's colored or not, but if he is, this it just makes it even more funny that it was a colored artist that came up with the design, and then you're telling me that it's racist. Yeah. Like, that. obviously it's not, unless, well, let's, I want to talk to that dude. I want to talk to him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I want to know what his mindset was when he was making this, because if it was racist, this is a really fucked up story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It would it'd have to be a wild world that we lived in for that to be the case. But it, it is a wild world that we mm-hmm. live in. So, And having it be a black guy, I mean, I'm, I, read, I think I read or heard that on a podcast somewhere. So I could be wrong. But Bear it with just, me. It add, my, once again, conspiracy mind. <laughs> this is going to be the theme of the show. It, it adds that layer of like, well, they're just fucking with us. I don't necessarily think they're doing it from a racist perspective. I think the people outraged, like, oh, this is the most racist thing ever. That's silly. That's a silly reaction. But, because we should be pointing out real racism. Getting mad at Gucci's not doing any, but it's not helping anybody. But, I, I do think that they're doing it because they know, especially nowadays, that we live in a time where public and social outrage is the norm, and people have a hair trigger, so you give them something like that, and it's going to get tweets. It's going to get spread everywhere. It's going to be the fucking viral and the most thing talked about for like a week. Yeah, but is that the best option for you to go with? Especially during Black History Month? You're trying you to watch- do something fucking racist for Black History Month because you think that that's going to get people talking? Okay, so regardless of whether you get people talking, is it in a good way or not? Is it going to benefit you and your company or not? Is it only going to make things worse? or are like Are people going to buy your product even more because... Now you got people talking. Mm. What kind of talking are they talking about? Because right now I would never buy anything from Gucci. I would never buy anything from like Katy Perry. Like if mm. this is the case, if this is what it is, I would never even want to. I mean, personally, me, I'm, I don't want to buy any fucking designer shit in the first place. What are you laughing about over there? Oh, the baby's kicking you? Oh, I'm sorry, you guys. My fiance is. That's fucking adorable. We are expecting <laughs> it. She's like fairly. Uh, how many weeks are you, babe? 21 weeks and two days. Yeah. And the baby's kicking her, so. That's awesome. This is a special moment. Oh, That's the best interruption that could have happened. I know. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't care at all. She's over there giggling. I thought she was going to, like, make fun of me or something. But no, it's it's our little girl. Did I tell you we came up with a name? Uh, yeah, you did. You did. Yeah? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that you can, like, feel it now. 
Like you know, you know that was her. Yeah, that's fucking adorable. It, it's really cool to see you guys go through this because I've I've been through it with with my wife twice now, <laughs> <laughs> and both times it was really cool and really magical. But I always I'm amazed at the the kicking thing. What the fuck does that feel like? Like we're interviewing you off mic, but. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Okay. So cool. Okay. Oh, no shit. So she, she said that it felt like fingertips kind of like, not really, but kind of like fingertips just kind of touching you like on the inside. And now she's saying it feels like she's getting kicked. My baby's like developing more, getting stronger in there, man. Dude, we were in the <laughs> ultrasound on the other day, and at the end of it, she was, like, biting on her fingers and, like, Aww. had her fingers in her mouth. <clears throat> Cried the whole way up to Cleveland. The whole way. <laughs> I was so emotional. I was, like, going through all these, like, thoughts in my head, and, like, yeah, we're, like, listening to music. or Yeah, we were listening to music, and I was just bawling, like, in the driver's seat. And she, like, doesn't even know that this is going on. I'm, like, trying to, like, hold it back, and it's just not working. <laughs> I'm an emotional person already, and I'm definitely getting the chemicals from her that is making me. Oh, you're so cute right emotional. now. I know. <laughs> Stop. Love it. <laughs> oh, jeez. I'm excited for you guys. Hey, me too, man. I'm super excited. I'm super excited for all the conversations that me and you are gonna have. Where I'm gonna be like, "Yo, this happened," and you're gonna be like, "Yeah, <laughs> I could have warned you about that, but oh, I decided not, not to." I'm not telling you shit. Yeah, I know you're not. I, <laughs> I know you won't, and you'll just be like, "Yep, mm-hmm, went through that shit." Uh huh. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, the early days are fun because it's just a bunch of body fluids that you're not ready for. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for that. That's what I've heard too. Yeah, that's all I'll tell you. Like mucus is definitely fun. I mean, I I remember I used to babysit when I was younger, and some of them were like babies. So the little, what is, um, they look like miniature turkey basters. That oh. you suck the fucking boogers out Nasal of their nose. syringes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, gross. Super gross. Yeah. It's like the word moist. <laughs> Just gross. Nasal syringe. Nasal. <laughs> Even the word nasal sounds nasally. <laughs> yeah. That's so fucking weird when words happen like that. I know. <laughs> like, English language is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely ridiculous. There, there, and there. Oh, yeah, fuck that. Mm-hmm. That's not fair. No or no? Yeah, yeah. Which one Which one did I put first, do you think? What? Fuck you. Which one <laughs> did you put first? <laughs> I'm not in your head. It what? doesn't matter which one you were going to say. I was going to tell you you were wrong, and that That's was like, the other way. <laughs> exactly. That's like, how many fingers am I holding up behind my back? <laughs> Four. Uh, wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you pull it out, it's two. It's <laughs> holding up 11. Out of... You're like, out of five fingers, how many fingers am I holding up behind my back? And you're like, three. And you pull out, there's like ten fingers on one <laughs> hand. Yeah, yeah. This is it the Bruce Almighty bit? Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I wish. I wish I could do that. Oh, man. That's a good movie, by the way. That's one of my all-time favorite movies. Oh, yeah. Classic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The the follow-up. Um, Steve, I love Steve Carell, but Evan Almighty wasn't as good. I think it was good in its own retrospect, you know? Mm. Um, I might have to watch it again. You can't compare it to Bruce Almighty. You just can't. Like, there, yeah. you have to separate them as their own movies. Um, because if you try and compare it to, to Bruce Almighty, you're just going to be shit on all day, every day, regardless of what movie you are. Yeah. You know? Like, it, 
it depicts a different story and different actor and everything. So I I feel like you really have to watch it and forget about Bruce Almighty. Shit, it's hard to forget about Bruce Almighty. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Why, yes. Yes, it is. Don't forget about Bruce. Good. 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 Fucking Steve Carell, he's his own thing. I think that's what it is for me is like going into Evan Almighty. I was expecting a certain level of performance. Okay. And Steve Carell's not. He's just. He's 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 a different thing. He's like the forty year old virgin. I respect was him fucking perfect. For yeah, him. I respect him for what he is. Even on the office, I think he's fucking phenomenal. Yeah, but agreed. I don't know, just not what I was expecting. Okay, still good though. Yeah, Maybe not no, what it's you still were good. expecting. But yeah, it's still good though. Okay, that's good. I was just saying it didn't live up to the first one. Most sequels don't. Good point. You know, somebody that would probably have a lot more information on this or have a really good view on this, dude. Dude. That was the greatest pivot that we've done ever. I know. I'm sorry to be ruining it right now, but that was fucking professional. <laughs> fucking high five. <laughs> yeah. I have a friend that has a podcast <laughs> called Broskies and Brewskies, and they go over like movies and TV shows and stuff that they like. It's really interesting. They got a lot of uh, entertainment um, views and movies and stuff that they like. So, yeah. I. I haven't given it a listen yet. I know, I know you've told me about it already. I need to listen to it. Yeah, they have like a different drink on there every time too. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. It's, it sounds exactly like what I would listen to. And I listen to so many podcasts, it's like, just fucking add another one. I don't care at this point. Right. <laughs> it's, almost, it's almost at 100 now. Like, I think last oh, time shit. I showed you it was 89. Yeah, it was somewhere up there. Yeah. Mm-mm. <laughs> I just keep adding new things. You're insane. Yeah, so I'm you, I'm gonna add them to my list. How do you even keep up? You don't. Well, okay, so you don't. No, you don't. But the way <laughs> the way podcasts are released, like they they're not all released on the same day, obviously, and they're not all weekly. They're not all bi-weekly. Even. Yeah, but you have a fucking hundred of them. That and means that at least like fifty of them are like posting on like a Friday. I have two shows that are daily that I always listen to daily. They don't do weekends, but they're five days a week. See, I want to do that, man. Daily's hard. I don't give a fuck. I've, the, the podcast that I really respect that does it, um, Daily Zeitgeist. Yeah. Another shout out. Why not? <laughs> um, they're a pretty popular podcast. I feel like people have probably heard about them. If they listen to anything on the How Stuff Works Network, they're part of that. I don't, I don't think that we should ever be afraid of plugging podcasts. No, like, I think it's a great idea. If we're doing idea. a podcast, we should definitely help other people that are doing podcasts and shout them out and... Vice versa. Oh, dude, this is punk rock radio. There's no rules. Like, yeah. we can do whatever we want. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it's good for everybody. Rock and roll, motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I respect them a lot because they do like a comedy daily news show where they they break down stories, um, really in depth sometimes. And the the main guy behind it, Jack O'Brien, used to work for Cracked. Okay. Um, so he's got a lot of jur- journalistic and writing experience and, uh, they've got good writers on the show and all the guests are great and the co-host is awesome, but they do it daily. So they come in every day with either a follow-up or, follow up or new news stories every day and make it funny every fucking day with a guest every day. I feel like eventually we could do that, man. Honestly. It's gotta be so hard. It, we would have a team though by that point and uh, we wouldn't edit, edit things either. You know, like whatever 
happens and background noise and everything like that, it would just be put into the podcast. And I've actually listened to a few podcasts, so, like, they don't care. Like, all that background noise and everything, they just keep it in there. Yeah. All those kind of pauses and stuff, like, they just keep that in there instead of kind of editing out. And I like that, and then sometimes I don't. It's, it depends on the personalities for me. Like, I do listen to a few podcasts that are like that, where they don't edit anything. I mean, it would be cool to do, like, a live, you know, recording, and then would we edit it to put it into, like, an audio file? Nah, because once, the, I mean, if you stream it live, it's, depending on how we stream it, because if you do it on YouTube, it auto-posts it after. So yeah. What happened, happened. Yeah. But there's ways to stream live and then just close down the stream and have it not be on the internet unless somebody was actually recording it. And then we could edit a file. But I think if we're going to do live stream, just have that be it, you know, like. Even when you're just no listening editing. to the audio. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's almost where I want to be hmm. at some point. I want to be there. To yeah. where we have like guests on and whatever happens, happens. I like that idea. You get that raw we definitely experience gotta get with us. A little more experience and more into the groove of doing this. Oh yeah, definitely. And I mean, we gotta get video and stuff too. But hopefully, we get to that at some point. Yeah. But that's that's really wanna, where I want to go with this whole podcast is being able to to have like a visual with things and then have the conversations with you know these really inspirational people and people that have these fun stories and that are just fun to be around that do things in these world that are for the better and you know hopefully that brings some ideas and some some lightness to other people's lives and yeah. their ideas so hopefully at some point we can get to there i like that idea honestly fuck yeah doing it daily mm, <laughs> maybe how often does broskies and brewskies do it ah uh, that's a good question man i can tell you though Hold on. i can go look on their yeah podcast. they already have like eight episodes out i think Damn, dude, didn't they uh, start fairly recently? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I saw the post where they're like, hey, we're launching this. And it was like, oh, damn, they got eight episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They might have already had some episodes. They might have been smarter than we were instead of just putting out one episode. I mean, we tried <laughs> to do that. I, <laughs> it's I hard, got, man. I got too excited, man. Yeah. Once we were, like, accepted everything, I was like, let's let's launch it. Let's go. Let's yeah. do this. I, my go. friend at work was like, oh, I'm a little upset that there was only one. I wanted to listen to more. And I was like, oh, thank you. But I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly. Sorry. Yeah. Shout uh, out Ray Ann. Hey, what up? <laughs> Shout out to you. Thanks for listening to the podcast. I'm glad you liked it. Hell yeah. Uh, broskies and broskies. Uh, there's so many good, um, I can't just like conversational it. movie podcasts. Is it Brewskies and Broskies? No. Broskies and Brewskies. How do you spell Broskies? Oh, I got it. Yeah. It's not I-E-S. Nah, they didn't. Like, a, a ski ski lift. It's B-R-O-S-K-I-S and brewskis. B-R-E-W-S-K-I-S. Yeah. Um, they, Their first post is from December 20th of last year, 2018. The most recent one is February 18th. Uh, oh, so they've been doing it for a couple <clears throat> months now. Yeah. Um, it looks like, it looks like they just kind of post when they want to, whenever they have stuff up. And there's not really like some of them are one day after each other. I'll I'll talk to you about it after we're done recording. But I kind of had a question on that. <laughs> oh, oh, our listeners will be like, oh, that's why they 
did whatever they did. After. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And a conversation after the podcast. <laughs> Future and past merging right now. <laughs> no, <I> <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, man. Yeah. So, uh, uh, did we did we solve Gucci? <laughs> I, I don't think so because I don't know if you can really solve this issue without knowing where the artist's mindset were at. Okay. Where were where were they trying to go with everything, and where were where were the companies trying to go with everything? What was it just like that character? Was that just a fucking character? It wasn't like them trying to do anything blackface. Like it was just like a Japanese character that they had happened to adapt into their clothing, and then pushed it out for Black History Month, and that just sparked shit in people's minds, and then somebody took it too far, and then it just spread, and now everybody thinks that this is all racist, when really, it's just artists being artists, and this is what they wanted to do for Black History Month, thinking that it would, you know, be popular. Like, you're taking a 50-50 chance whenever you put something out, so without knowing how, what their mindset was on everything, I can't really decide on whether that shit was racist or not. That was really fucking well said. Thank and you. I, conspiracy and all that shit aside, like them doing it on purpose to to be controversial on purpose. I I would rather live in a world where what you said was oh was yeah. the truth. But I feel like we live more in your world. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. I want to believe. I want to believe the way that I believe. But I looking at it and from what I've seen from. Even from what you've said, it doesn't seem that it's that way. With the information that I do have, but then again, like I said, I don't have everybody else's information. So, I I don't know. I guess we'll see where it goes and then come back to it. Yeah. Next time something like this happens, we'll we'll keep you guys updated. I, I mean, I'm interested in why and how this all goes down. So, we'll definitely keep up on it. Definitely. Okay, um, welcome back, everybody. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, I wanted to to end this podcast on like a really light light note, um, and talk about my cousin's band. We talked about them in the first episode, um, and how they were in this contest contest uh, with the Insta Band, um, and they were in the semifinals. And in between the first episode and this episode, they made it to the finals and had the competition and everything, and they won. Ah, so fuck yeah! Shout out to Forever Unknown <laughs> for winning the Insta Band competition. I'm pretty sure they're getting like a whole um, an album production and a music video, like yeah. done for them for winning. Yeah, that's really cool, dude. Yeah, dude, I'm like super psyched for it. Super psyched. I guess uh, like 40 percent of the votes came from like the crowd that was there, and then also some of the votes came from the likes on YouTube. Oh, wow. Um, they had yeah. a whole in-depth system, huh? Yeah, yeah. So all these bands that were the finalists played, and then while they're tallying up all the scores and everything, they have the last year's winner come up and do a show, wow. and then after that they tell you who the winner is. Gotcha. So, so I was curious about the process, because last time I asked you, like a modern-day fucking battle of the bands type thing, but it sounds way cooler than that. So... Since they won next year for 2020, they're going to be the band that plays yeah. while they're tallying up the scores to find out who the new 
That's winner dope. is. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I thought that was super awesome. Plus, they're going to get the, the whole album production, music video, and... That's a really big update from last time. Oh, man. yeah. Like, you said they were doing well and getting notoriety, but I, fuck, yeah. Dude. I wasn't like, kidding, man. Yeah. They're doing really good. Like it's it makes, awesome. It makes me super happy. And, you know, they're not, they're not, obviously they're not like some super, super good band, you know? Like they're not the Foo Fighters who they are now. Oh, damn not shade, dude. Alice in Chains <laughs> who they are now. Just kidding. You know, <laughs> they're good. And they're only going to get better. And you can see with each show yeah. how they improve and how they get better and get more comfortable and like with their songs and stuff. And I love seeing that progression. Like, I know that you guys are not the best that you can be right now, but you guys are still fucking awesome. And that's great because you're only going to grow and you're only going to get bigger and go farther and play in front of bigger crowds and like have more people that are there to support you. Keep going. Don't stop because this shit is awesome. I love hearing the music. I love the style of the music. I mean, it's like a, a very beginning era of like Tool, but with a female singer. Yeah. And so I could definitely see it getting into that. But I mean, they have their own style and it's just awesome. And they have um, music on Apple and Spotify. Okay. So you can find them on both. And they're releasing a new song on March 1st. Okay. So and they're. They're getting a music video too, so that's gonna be in in production at some point, right? At some point, you yeah, know, I'll, I'll keep you more updated as things come out, okay? And as we, as I know more information, because I got a little <laughs> inside, you know. Do they have a, a YouTube channel um, that has like I can keep an eye on for that you know, music video? You know what? I don't know. Huh? Um, I know they have a uh, Facebook page, and you can just search. Uh, Forever Unknown Band. Okay. In the Facebook search, and it'll come up. Um, and you can go and like them on there, and they have a lot of their updates on there, as well as us. We are also on Facebook. <laughs> so, dude, you're two for two on pivots. I'm I'm awesome, dude. I'm 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 I've been listening to a lot of them and just like <laughs> trying to figure out how to like throw myself in there. But you're yeah, making you can, me blush. You're so good at you it. You can find us on Facebook too <laughs> at Blue Skies from the Basement. Uh, you can like us on there, and we'll give you, you know, some updates on when new episodes are coming out or what's happening, you know, with us and stuff like that. So, yeah, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, I'm pretty yeah. Uh, Forever Unknown's on Instagram too. I'm pretty sure you just search Forever Unknown Band. Dope. And they're on there too. Yeah, you gotta be on everything now. Oh yeah, <laughs> we are on everything actually officially yeah. now, aren't we? Yeah, uh, any podcast app that you want to use, Android, iPhone, whatever your favorite pod catching app is, you can listen to us there. We're literally on everything that you can you can listen to podcasts. They are on. Uh, Forever Unknown is on YouTube. Awesome. By the way, they do have a. Uh, they have, YouTube like, some page. live performances there. They do. Ah, oh, dude. They do. Dude, that's what I'm going to go home and watch. I'm going to get sucked into YouTube videos. <laughs> I'm going to watch these, and that's going to lead to me watching other live performances. Uh, it's going to be great. Yeah, they got a few videos of the bar that they play at on Fridays, and then they've got a video from the Big Room Bar where CD102.5 does their oh. uh, radio show and everything. Like, they play, they play shows there a lot. Awesome. You know, doing, um, opening up for bands that are doing album releases. And I told him, I was like, look, you know, wait until the point where you guys are releasing an album. And now they're getting help releasing, uh, produ producing a whole album. Yeah. So, like, I'm then they're going to be the band that's having people open for them. 
Mm-hmm. Like that's so awesome to me. I'm so excited. And it'll so, be really cool for them to get to go back to the CD 102.5 and be like, "Hey, we're we're releasing an album now." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That'll be awesome. Can't can't wait for that. That'll be a definitely an awesome show. Um, so you can find them on YouTube, Forever Unknown, and all, all you have to do is search Forever Unknown on YouTube too. Awesome. And it'll come up. That's F O R E V E R space. U N K N O W N. But speaking of us, yeah, um, being on like everything, we're on like Himalaya. Um, uh, yeah, if you want to use Himalaya, they've got this really cool feature where if you don't like Patreon, PayPal, uh, the Cash App, or whatever you use to send money to the things that you like, they have a tip jar. So if you listen to us on Himalaya and you like the show, you can send us 50 cents, a dollar, five dollars, whatever you want. Hey, there you go. Or we do have our Patreon where you can subscribe to us. And uh, we've got different tiers that give you different, uh, more exclusive things. I think a dollar, you're uh, getting a little badge, a little icon. Yeah, you can use it on your uh, PlayStation Network account or social media, whatever you want. Heard that. A little cloud buster badge. Hell yeah. You know, making the skies more blue. Hey, that's what we're trying to do. <laughs> and then five dollars is uh, you get access to our Discord server, which yeah. we have that connected to our phones for sure. So anytime that you guys would post on there, we're gonna be able to see it, be able to read it, give us a little, give you a little bit more. Um, we we really want to to develop a community that talks about the the topics that we bring up on the show. We want to see what you guys' opinion is on it, what what you think about our takes on it. Um, And it doesn't even have to be about things in the show. We just like-minded people having a conversation on the Discord. I think that'll be a lot of fun. It'll be fun to hop on there and see what you guys are talking about. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure it'll go like way different directions and everything. We'll have to create a lot of uh sub rooms, sub chat rooms and stuff. Yeah, yeah, for definitely, sure. Definitely. It's gonna get a little out of hand eventually. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so yeah, check that out. We'll have that up. And then ten dollars is uh we'll have like bloopers and exclusive podcasts that you know, we felt we're a little bit more personal that we didn't really want to push out that we know that our listeners that are really about us and that are really listening to us are going to want to listen to and hear more about us and our personal lives. And if you like listening to people fuck up and fail a little bit, you find some humor in that, there will definitely be some of that, too. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> the bloopers are a plenty around here. I can tell you that much. We're super sure. professional. <laughs> <laughs> Follow us on Instagram, Blue Skies Pod, B L U S K I E S P O D. Ooh, P O D, the band. Yeah, mm. dude, I I like the word pod. Me too. <laughs> Me too. Pod. It's part of why Tide Pods were kind of appealing too. Like they look good, and pod is just a comforting word. You know what I want right now? A Tide Pod. A Tide Pod. <laughs> I want me a delicious little Tide Pod. You know what? Hold on. They taste like orange creamsicle. You know what? I got me a Tide Pod right here. Oh, dude, that looks you hear fucking it? tasty. Do you hear my Tide Pod? <laughs> I'm going to eat this Tide Pod. Dude. Oh, man. My mouth's watering watching <laughs> you eat that. <laughs> my mouth is clean now. <laughs> Brought to you by Tide. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. They're going to be so mad when they hear that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think we can release that. We'll get sued. <laughs> Definitely. You should just bleep it out. Like, <laughs> say the ta and then bleep the rest of it out just so we don't get sued. 
we actually don't support this podcast because um, they support uh, cannabis, and yeah, we don't. I we don't agree with that. I think it's super funny to just be like, <laughs> we're sponsored by some large company. Just throw <laughs> it out there, and we're totally not. <laughs> Can you get in trouble for that? I don't know. Um, I'm not sure. Because that's free advertising for them, isn't it? Like, why would you be mad that somebody that you are not paying money to is still shouting you out, though? I think if it's clearly clear enough that uh, it was a joke, like, it's probably fine. I don't know, though, because impersonating a, a sponsorship, I don't think that's a thing. I think you can just be like, yeah, we got McDonald's money over here. <laughs> <laughs> like, why not? What are <laughs> they going to do? <laughs> like, is McDonald's really going to be that mad that we shouted them out? Yeah. Th- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. We're not hurting anything. Oh, Blue geez. Skies from the Basement, sponsored by McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> this week's episode brought to you by filet fish Go try that out. It's got a single slice of cheese. Uh, you can get the tartar sauce. All right, I'm done doing that. You know, <laughs> we'll never be sponsored by Chick-fil-A. They don't work on Sunday, and I have to work on Sunday, and that pisses me off. Oh. Plus, they don't support. Are you complaining about having to work or not having to work? I'm confused. I'm, what happened there? I'm complaining about having to work on Sunday, and they don't have to work on Sunday. So wouldn't you want to work at Chick-fil-A then? <laughs> no. Here's why. Fair enough. <laughs> I don't, like, they've already been under enough fire from the whole LGBT, you know, thing that came out where the owner of Chick-fil-A was donating to <clears throat> organizations that were against, you know, can I even say gay people? Is that is that not PC to say that? Like, I can't just be a generalized gay people like i have to say the lgbtq a plus dude that's what i hate about this shit i can't remember i love where all of you guys you do do what you do it's fine like love it's great but please make it simple well and you don't even have to make it simple but (laughs) look just let me say gay because i don't mean I, i don't hate you i don't mean any hate by it so like i don't know man it's frustrating. It really being is. a straight, white, cisgendered male. <laughs> well, I'm not straight, so. It's not that frustrating either. Like, I'm, I'm kind of joking. But oh, it's yeah. hard, so hard to keep track of this shit. And I think we've talked about this before. We don't have to get into it. But intent is everything. Yeah. And I think we can say gay people. Okay. Especially so, when we're talking about Chick-fil-A hating gay people. <laughs> which I feel that more than anything, they're against, like, two dudes. Because they're a really... Um, religious like company too as far as i know chopping up chicken's fine dick's touching not okay yeah no you can't <laughs> i mean to put it simply you to can break eat it down all the chicken you want but putting two dicks together is not okay fucking is that heresy. what they think happens too is that like men just like like it's almost like jousting but with your dick i think there's a certain percentage of people that don't want to think about it enough like they hate it enough that they haven't thought far enough about how gay sex would work between two men. So I think there's a, a certain percentage of conservative or religious people that think you just touch the tips. <laughs> you just touch the tips. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. There's, uh, there's enough people in the world for there to be a, a good chunk of them that think that. <laughs> Do they know about blowjobs or? Uh, I... 
I want to say everybody knows what a blowjob is, but there has to be somebody who doesn't. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, my drop fiance, the bomb. My fiance did just bring up a super good point. If people believe that the earth is flat, then there's got to be people out there that believe that gay men <laughs> yeah. just fucking touch their tips and that's <laughs> how they have sex. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it's a numbers game. <laughs> you win. <laughs> I I would love to meet somebody that has that ideology because they would be hilarious. Oh, I would man. definitely have to go in into that conversation with the mindset of anything that you say, I'm not going to take seriously <laughs> at all. I'm not going to take anything you say seriously, especially up to that point. Yeah. Like yeah, once yeah. you start talking about that, I'm just going to laugh at you extremely hard. <laughs> uh, it's, I'm going to laugh. Harder than a gay man's penis, <laughs> as he's touching the other tip of another gay man's penis. I just pictured tiny little dick holes chuckling. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because you said a gay man's penis laughing. <laughs> so I just pictured two little dicks, like centimeters from each other, just giggling at each other's tips, <laughs> faces. You know, just a little, little eye hole at the tip of your pee pee, just <laughs> whatever sound it would make. You know. <laughs> and they're both just laughing at each other's faces. No, <laughs> Dude, if my dick made sound, I wouldn't fucking touch it at all. Dude, could you imagine if you just had noise coming from your pants every so often? You're at work and you're trying to get your shit done and your dick's down there just. I mean, it's it's enough that like like we get boners, so like a woman can really tell when like a dude like gets aroused because you can see the dick through the pants most of the time. <laughs> but if wait. it just started making noise randomly, okay, people would be concerned. Okay. Oh, uh, every time you got a boner, your dick just starts whistling happily. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I started thinking about you in a bikini, and one thing led to another. Oh, shit, dude. You couldn't have fantasies anymore. That would be a nightmare world. Oh, yeah. It would be noisy. (laughs) Men are horny. It would be like a gaggle of pants turkeys just all the time. (laughs) 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 Just imagine, like, a shit ton of dudes in a bar, like, watching some football game, and then, like, some sexy commercial comes on, and you just hear just, like, 50... It's like turkeys. If you gobble at them, they'll fucking all gobble back at you. Oh, fuck, dude. <laughs> yeah. Strip club. Yeah, the girl starts walking out, grabs onto the pole, and then just a wave goes across the crowd. <laughs> you can hear it start at the front of the room and move to the back. From now on, sex is not the woman moaning. That's not how you know the sex is good. It's how loud the dick is. You just hear a muffled... <laughs> This is the dumbest thing I've talked about all day. <laughs> in in multiple days. Maybe even in weeks. Oh fuck, dude. <laughs> It'd be Oh god. So annoying. It, it would echo in the toilet bowl. Oh man. Uh, I'm fuck. still picturing the <laughs> 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 
god. Yeah, I mean, you change speed, it's gonna change how it, it's like when um when an ambulance goes by. <laughs> you know, the Doppler effect. <laughs> That's just the sound of a bunch of horny douches driving by. <laughs> They're going to the strip club and you just hear, <laughs> just hear that go by. <laughs> Porn would be so much more interesting because they like, like, you know, coming on the chick's face. So, like, it would be that muffled, like, <laughs> I'm laughing so hard, I'm sweating. Fucking <laughs> crying over here, dude. <laughs> Oh, fuck, dude. I, that's the only way you could get me to watch the entire porn video. Is if it was just fucking the whole time. Just... You see? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she wouldn't skip it either. She'd watch the whole God. thing. Oh, fuck, dude. We just found a way to make women watch the whole porn video. Just make dicks hilarious. That's all you gotta do. <laughs> I mean, we started off saying it'd be a nightmare world, but I'm crying. Like, this sounds awesome. I wish my dick made noise. <laughs> oh, God. I would feel so bad. Like a ringtone? <laughs> if it made, like, the... <laughs> like a Nokia phone? <laughs> Sorry, my dick's ringing. <laughs> Let me put it on hold real quick. You're just holding your dick. <laughs> Let me put it on hold. Yeah, <laughs> that's. Oh, dude. I can't breathe. I need to. See that. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. All right. We talk about news and toilet humor. That's what we do here. <laughs> oh shit. Oh man, I totally forgot. <laughs> yeah, you forgot. I don't, <laughs> I don't remember what we were talking about at all. I don't remember anything after just, this. The toilet humor is what reminded me. <laughs> Not the dick slapping. Uh, dude, everything in my brain's gone. I just hear. <laughs> That's all I hear now. No memories. <laughs> uh, uh, nothing about the dicks making noise made me remember anything. <laughs> The toilet uh, humor. Oh fuck! Uh, what, our, what about toilet humor? <laughs> <laughs> From our first episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, the lady, the the whole. Um. Oh, dude, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we meant to talk about this. Fuck. <laughs> this is gonna be a long one, guys. There might be some bloopers cut out. Maybe I might cut this sentence out. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> so, the ladies. Um, <laughs> that complained about the episodes being too to- or that <laughs> the episodes are too damn tall. <laughs> I can't, I can't stop laughing. Like, <laughs> uh, we done fucked up. <laughs> uh, that, Fucking off the rails. The ladies <sighs> that complained about the toilets being too tall. We said some mean words about them. <laughs> because low-key, I mean, kind of. I did, I did. They're, they're not the best people because I talked about how they complained every time. And I found out some further information that even the old GM that we used to have 
went out and talked to him and was like, hey, like, you know that she has, like, the most bad comments out of the entire company because of y'all. They were like, "Mm, so. Oh. Wait, aren't you supposed to be redeeming them to me right now? (laughs) That makes me not like them more. I'm going to get there. Okay. They've, like, chased them out after making sure that, like, all of their food was fine and everything, and even asked them at the end of the meal, like, how was your food? And everybody says it was fine. They walk outside, or before they walk outside, they put this bad review in. So they chased him down as they're, like, going outside, and she's like, you know, why are you why are you saying this? Like, you just told me that all the food was fine. They just didn't want to talk and just left. Hmm. So getting to the point where... See, now I hate them more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're not helping their case. <laughs> they take the server out to dinner. Like, they had, like, a birthday dinner and invited her out and, like, paid for a dinner. They've given her Christmas presents. Like, they tip her really well every time. So, They're super nice people. Are they Buddhist? Are they trying to put balance into the universe I or something? What the fuck is up with that? I, see, this is the point where I'm like... I have that whole 50-50 where I'm like, nah, still fuck you. But, like, why are you being so nice then? Like, what was the point of being so nice if you're just going to be an asshole behind my back? Yeah, I don't get the bad review even more now. Like, and I'm more confused that they're <laughs> nice people. <laughs> like, they take her out to dinner for her birthday? What? I need a fucking <laughs> tissue. <laughs> I got, like, snot my nose from laughing so hard. <laughs> Dude, it, I, that shit makes no sense. I... <sighs> no, I still didn't get it. Like, I still, even even talking to the server, like, we, we were sitting there chatting about it, and she's telling me all this, and I'm, like, in, in shock, you know? I'm in awe. I'm like, why, like, why, why are they so nice to you, but yet you're so mean? And even she was just like, I don't know. Like, that's just how they are. Huh. And I, it, it, it didn't make any sense to me and still doesn't. They must have some weird, like, moral compass where you just don't review good at a restaurant or something. They're like, it's never good enough or some bullshit like that. That's like, what it seems like. Like, you complained about the toilets being too tall. Uh, that's not even your server's fault. No. <sighs> yeah. and But, like, they don't even have to put her name either. That's the whole other side of it. Oh, yeah. Crystal dealt with that when she was working at Uno's. They had this whole system where, like, if anything was wrong, regardless of what the ser- Oh, excuse me, regardless of what the server did, um, she got the, the negative points for it. Like, because they would put her name in it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, same thing with these people. Like, they, they don't have to put her name in it, but the fact that they do is what gives her such a bad... Oh. Yeah. So, I there's a side of me where I'm like... They seem like sociopaths. I'm going to double down and call them even worse things. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to redeem them, but I don't think that's working out. No, because, like, I just don't get why you would be friendly on, on one end and then knowingly harm the person in their job on the other end. It's like they're trying to make up for bad behavior <clears throat> that they're doing to her. I don't know how much it affects her. Like, I don't know how much the bad comments affect her and her job because she's just a server. Like, all of her money comes from tips. If they're tipping her good and they're just writing this bad review, I mean, the company at some point comes and they're like, why is this server still employed? Why do they still have a job? <laughs> yeah, they that's get, what I was going to say. They've had 
so many bad complaints about them. But then you explain it and you're like, it's one table that comes in all the time that just for no reason puts her name on it. Complains about things that are completely out of her service control. Maybe like, they just want her to see the complaint. Like, they want her to be aware of everything they don't she, like. She, I don't think it's like that. I don't huh. think that she can see that it's... Yeah, I'm done trying to explain these people. Fuck them. (laughs) (laughs) I was trying to see if maybe we could find some light in this, but that just doesn't make any sense to me. It doesn't seem like you have any good, good, I, um, no, there's just no good that comes out of that. You're, you're being a nice person, but then behind my back, you're just completely rude. Yeah, it seems two-faced. Um, and I know we we try to put a positive spin on things here at Blue Skies from the Basement, but uh, but I mean, I even think the, the positive spin here would be some people kind of suck, so it's okay. Like, even the manager <laughs> came out and was like, like talk to him. It's like you don't like you don't even ha- you don't have to put her name. You can still write a complaint about this store and everything, and that's totally fine. Like do that, whatever. You don't have to put her name, uh, and they just continue to do it. It's just adding to the list of things that don't make sense about these people. Because, like, you remember my reaction from the too tall toilet thing. Like, I. It makes no sense. (laughs) (laughs) How is the toilet too tall? What are you talking about? That's where I'm at. Fuck off. That's where where I'm at, man. And and now this. Just more added to the mystery. Like, I don't know. It's an enigma. I've never seen them either. I don't even know what they look like. So I've just got. <laughs> what, what if you? What if they're like blurry and you can't tell what color they are? And like, what if these are just like complete mystery people? What if they're aliens? <laughs> the fucking lizard people, man. Came up here to just fuck some shit up. Yeah. And is this, complain about the toilets. This is like um, chaotic neutral, right? Yeah, that's kind of the philosophy. Like, that's what I meant when I was saying, like, are they some form of Buddhist or something? Because, like, you're doing one thing and then trying to balance it out with the other. It it does seem like they've got some sort of reason for doing it. And it would have to be some sort of balance thing, but I don't know what their justification is. But they even hang out with her outside of work. It's ridiculous. I don't understand. Yeah, I'm confused. Huh. Like, how... You buy presents for me, but you complain about me every single time. You tell me that I'm an awesome server, but you complain about me every single time. You tip me well, but yeah, you complain about me every single time. Or complain about something and then put my name in there so it looks like to the company that it's a complaint about me. Yeah. No. 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 Huh. No. I can't even come up with a good reason for why, like... I don't know, man. We're gonna have to Scooby Doo this shit. There needs she, there needs to be more info. And by the way, the server loves these people. Like, that <laughs> makes me so much more like even more. Just, I just want to bang my head on the desk. Like. For the listeners, my head literally just exploded <laughs> off my fucking shoulders. Like, <laughs> it doesn't matter. I don't know, man. I don't know. I I uh, I hope that there's some some good somewhere in this whole situation. <laughs> I could hear you rubbing your eyes while you said that. <laughs> 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 like, the strain in your voice is you're like, I don't get these fucking people. <laughs> like, you can, you can hear the action. I was really rubbing my eyes. Like, I think it'll come through in the eye. Uh, exactly. I think people will be able to tell. 
People would be like, oh, he's frustrated right there. He doesn't get it. I don't get it either. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm just constantly doing that thing that um, the kid does from Days and Confused where he, like, grabs his the nose of his... Or the, the, br- the, bridge the bridge of, of your his nose. nose. Yeah. The nose of his bridge. <laughs> <laughs> the bridge of his nose. is like, oh, man. Just... Uh. And anybody that's seen that movie knows what I'm talking about. It's like you're trying to hold up your head by your nose. Like, you're just like... It's like <laughs> pinching. It's it. like annoying. I'm like, what are you doing, dude? Stop. Like, go at your face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, ah, ah, man, I just mm, hold my face, dude. I just. What are you makes, doing with your fingers? It makes me feel better to <laughs> hold my face like this. I'm just, I'm. It's like rubbing your temples, but it's for the bridge of your nose. It looks like you're trying to pick something off your face right in the I center. I have eye boogies. <laughs> <laughs> That would be the only, like, justification for doing that. Did you have eye boogies? I don't know. Penis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. With that being said, because I'm sure With we did With penis being said. We didn't say penis enough in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> this episode was 50% penis. This episode has been sponsored by penis. <laughs> <laughs> Find them wherever you hear the... <laughs> in stores near you <laughs> we love you guys this has been Blue Skies from the Basement we'll catch you guys in a couple weeks oh fuck uh, <laughs> <laughs> later peace